right. Thank you to Cypress Hill and uh, Low Rider because uh, we're back with Range Anxiety. The Later in the Week show, the 30 years of automotive tuning experience. I'm actually getting stalked by one of my workers here called Digger. He just, wherever I go, he seems to be following me, making noise. But speaking of making noise, I have someone once more coming back from the dead, from Roxby Downs. I have the one and only Paul Housen. That's me. <laughs> Hello, well, hello, Marty. Here hello, we go, world. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, oh, babe. Hi, babe. <laughs> Stop calling me babe. You know you love you it. You should see all of the funny emails I'm getting about that. I mean, they want to know, like, oh, actually, anyway, we'll progress. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering where that was going. I digress. We will progress. Um, yep. This is the Later in the Week show, and you listened to the last one, didn't you, Paul? I did indeed. Yep. And what was I stressing about, apart from everything, as per usual? Well, your main bit of stress at the moment is surely that um, the Audi, isn't it? Yeah, well, I was stressing about both. Oh, of course, of oh, course. Of course, yeah. because, you know, some things were done and some things weren't done. And this is, when was it? Was it the Sunday I recorded last time? I think it was. I think it was. Yeah. I think it's, what is it, Thursday today? Yeah, you didn't do Australia Day 1, did you? You didn't? No, you know, didn't do Australia Day Australia, 1. I was too yeah. busy uh, watching Gareth working on GDRs and drinking beer. Watching, I like that. I do. I don't tend to like. I'm a bit of an automotive voyeur. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anyone that's seen me touch a spanner would know that I'm better off watching than working. Yep. 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 Keyboards are about it for me, and, and then that can be a little bit, as they say, touch and go. But Gareth put in some good hours. Worked very, very late. I reckon he worked till midnight. Big on night. Australia Day. Big Got night. everything done. Built an exhaust. Put the intercooler on. Did did all sorts. Of, built the breather system for the ETS turbo kit on John's GDR, and we actually finally got to sign it off as complete and ready to roll yesterday. What did you think? We're not allowed to discuss power figures yet because oh. people are going to hear this because we've been to the track. Oh. Now, previously, we were making, I think, just on a 1,000 wheel horsepower on the TSM Elites on the 4.4 billet block. Oh, so weak. Oh, yeah. You know, four figures. <laughs> He's a four-figure brother. Um, daily driver. Yeah, at 30 pounds a boost. And I can tell you now, even though we've gone up to essentially double the size in the turbo charges, It's still only 30 Still pounds. only 30 pounds a boost. Yeah. Uh, but it does make, I'm not going to say how much more, but it does make a lot more power. Yeah. Yes, it does. Now, we were very, this is an interesting thing too. Because we're a bit concerned about the amount of extra lag the bigger turbos had. Now, I, I don't care what which doctors around out there that tell you you can put on a much bigger turbo and it's better technology. It's got the same lag as a, a, lag as a standard one. What do you think that is? That's absolute bullshit. Right. Yep. Nitrous it, will take care of that, though. Nitrous fuels in the hole. Yes. But one thing about a dyno is when you've got a car uh, like the GDR and you're running it up for big horsepower levels, high speed in, in a big gear, you've actually got to make... Uh, on, a, on a roller dyno, you've actually got to make the resistance between the tyre and the roller as least as you can. So you give it quite a fight fast ramp rate. So it's like you're driving flat out downhill. Yep. So, uh, you know, a bigger turbo as you're going downhill will come on a lot slower than a smaller turbo, right? Of course, yep. It's it's like a small cam, big cam thing, isn't it? The bigger the turbo, you've got more power, but it's further up yep. that range. Yes. And you run it, You well, it's not that it's weak down low, but sort of there's a big hole there isn't there well there is but you see the difference being this with a camshaft you're still tied to the engine by the timing chain right yep belt whatever it is yep the turbocharger is never tied to the engine yes. like i've said before one's a volume machine the engine and the other one's a shaft speed machine which is the turbocharger yeah so this disparity 
between what happens on the dyno and the road becomes bigger and bigger the more power you make and the bigger the turbocharger becomes. So we were worried the thing was going to be a bit of a, a lag weapon, but on um, a bit of test asphalt on the track, it instantly, bang, lights up just like the small ones because yep. the load applied versus the time is different to the dyno, get me? Gotcha. So never ever look at your dyno graph and go, oh man, how much lag's that got? Because that does not tell the whole story. We use the dyno graph to look at the mixtures and the timing. We use the dyno graph to generate an engine log. Is a change of diff gears, would that make any benefit to that car? Not really? No. No, because with a turbo you actually want a bit of load for it to build boost, don't you, really? That's right, and that's what happens with, with the Commodore guys. You know, they all, they start out, the auto start out, the old girls with 3.07, or yeah, 3 yeah. in the rear. 2.92s in mine, terrible. 2.92s in a VE, VF, yeah. and then what happens is as you modify them, normally aspirated, they get shorter and shorter and shorter, up to 3.9s or 4.11s, and yeah. everyone goes shorter and shorter gears, and then they put a super turbocharger on it, it's like, whoa, bring it back. Now it's crap again. And you yeah. end up back at 2.92. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so the load on that thing is perfect? The, everything's great. That car is ready to run. Well, I out, think it's yeah, out of the track. Yeah, I think it's ready to run. I mean, as I said, uh, um, the transmission is between John and Jesus, whether that's going <laughs> to live or not. He'll make the ultimate decision. Yeah. Um, I would say not. But the, yeah, the, the engine, the Nugget, the 4.4 with the ETS Pro 1700s on it is a real sweet bit of gear. And, you know, tuned with the factory ECU, it's still got air conditioning, it's still got, you know, Bluetooth, it's still got a good cold start, the cruise control's perfect. It drives like a street car, just one that's powered by sledgehammers. Yes. Which and is slightly noisier than the average one. Well, it is Must... noisier than the average beer. Yeah. But, you know, that's one thing. They, they want to hear you coming and you know you, you need you need to know there's noise being made don't you there's power where there's noise usually there's power where there's noise there's noise where there's power not now now i'm holding someone else up and this this place is like grand central station it does isn't say it? directors only where we well I'm, I'm a director and now now we're getting noise and he's got no idea that i'm recording that's um david from smoke signals he's gonna <laughs> he's gonna be really annoying in a minute what was his catch cry um, try the lamb Try the lamb. <laughs> no, no, roast it with coals or something. Yeah, that so, was Christmas Day. So for any other um, issues that are upcoming here, the, the last issue is the Audi. Yeah. Now, we had some bad news on the weekend. I flew this ECU, this Cyvex, out of Heathcote. Oh, the Heathcote. <laughs> wow. There you go, Lance. There's a, that Mr. Free plug. Warren, free plug for your wonderful new facility. Um, no, we flew it out of Heathrow, and it got held up there over the weekend. And the couriers updated the status, DHL, to 4th of February delivery, which was going to be absolutely no good. Way after the event. And then what happened? How did they surprise me? They called you today. It's uh, Customs have released it. It is on its way. It's we on board. Waiting. It's, well, we're still waiting. It's on board it. for delivery. Yeah. So the Audi is going to make it. Well, it's again, it's between me and Jesus, whether That's the Audi it. makes it now. But my friend... Uh, Good friend, sort of, you know, someone I've spoken to a lot anyway over the years. Ryan Griffiths from Cyvex has got a beautiful calibration for the R8 TT with his ECU and, you know, that type of turbo kit we're running. So we should be able to plug it in directly and just fine tune it on the dyno. And this afternoon, we should have some numbers on that thing. 10 minute operation, you reckon? 
Well, maybe not. Yeah, come on. Plug and play. Yeah, plug and play. Then start copy, tuning Copy it. and paste. Copy and paste. <laughs> See, there's your home tuner. Yes. Coming yeah. out in you. I'm all over. I've, I've used your 30 years of automotive <laughs> tuning and experience <laughs> and cut and paste it in about 30 seconds. It's not even 30 minutes. Isn't that fantastic? So tell me, what have you actually done here? What are you actually being so boastful about? No, it's just that I've, I've set up the, um, the computer already for the Wuhan war machine. Mark's... Um, for those that haven't those listened adventure. before, that's the four-wheel drive Holden Adventure wagon with a rattly old 300,000, 150,000 mile, 200,000 mile LS1 in it. And out in my workshop, with my home tuning station set up there, I, I've downloaded the Statesman tune. Which I did, and without asking permission. Uh, I own that tune now, I think. Isn't that all? How does that work? Morally, well, it's yours, technically. <laughs> did I charge you for it? No. Oh, good call. Yeah, it is still mine. <laughs> okay, mother well, trucker, I'm borrowing it then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so that's just a straight up cut and paste. I've done the two bar upgrade. What? You actually cut and paste it. You just didn't smash the entire thing in. No, I cut and paste because I didn't want it all. There was a few things that made me nervous. Such with, as what? What well, sort of things made well, you nervous? Well, Mark's PE table, for example, was yeah. higher than the one in the Statesman. So. If I can't... Power enrichment table. What do you yes. mean it was higher? The numbers in it were higher. That's right. Yeah, because it, it, that comes back to your airflow, your, your VE table versus your injector size scalar. Yeah, so yeah. So I thought I'd err on the side of caution. Do you know what I mean? Oh, you didn't. No, no. VE, injector size, volumetric efficiency fueling table, injector size and power enrichment table all match. Yep. For any given calibration. Okay. Didn't they tell you that at Home Tuner 101? No, I probably haven't got that far into the book. <laughs> yeah. Who, who wrote the book, Mr. Richard Cranium? No, it was some... Oh, I can't remember. Maslick or something? I don't know. Maslick? There is a home tuner book. No, it's no. not a home tuner book, but it's a it's a good tuning book. I've, I've got the Bible there. There's... There's a couple out, and I've read I've read most of them. You've well, I've looked real. at are all you, the... Are you, like, pulling yeah, my leg? Yeah, yeah, I've looked at the pictures... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is definitely something that I'm interested in. So I've been just having a bit of a look-see and seeing what I can learn. We should trade jobs. I like sitting around watching people all day doing nothing, and you <laughs> like tuning cars. We, that's, we'd be... that's almost one and the same, though. Well, you <laughs> can be a little close. So we can both watch Gareth now. Yeah, I know. Oh, and he's been in a terrible mood, hasn't he? He has indeed. He was very he happy has. with the GDR. He's very happy with the GDR, and he's very happy that the Audi's progressing. But what's put him in a terrible mood is that he had to, and I'm not going to mention brands, he, he had to install two plug-and-play systems on cars today with very little documentation and had to unplug engine leads and wiring looms. And then the worst thing is he had to run wires through the firewall. Yeah, and he was unhappy with both of them by the sound. He of was things. very, yes. very. He's an unhappy. So it wasn't even brand specific. This wasn't was... no brand. No, it was nothing to do. It was just running wires, and I think we'll go and we'll do, we'll dial him up a big pizza. Lucky <laughs> yeah. he'll be very That's happy it. then. Yeah, that'll win him over. Yeah, well, it does. It tends to win people over. So, um, Paul, give us a rundown. I mean, you, you've 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 copied my tune illegally. Great. Yep. Um, you're moving on there. Where are you at with the rest of this thing? Why is it? We've built a whole bloody 1500 horsepower, whoops, GDR oh, in the time, and you guys are still mucking around in your driveway eight hours a day, achieving pretty much stuff all. What is the problem here? It, the problem is we're only finding things we need to do when you get there. 
that's the difference with that sounds having, like us with the GDR. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. But you, yours came in a kit. Ours, kind of. Ours came as we need something, we go and find it or have to go and buy it. And sometimes, you know, you get onto that wish site and it's there's so many things that you do and don't I wish need. I hadn't done this. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's happened a few times. But no, it's kind of a case of um, maybe steps because we keep finding that we need something when we get there and only once we've arrived at that point. So you guys are obviously really good at planning stuff then. We, we didn't know you need injector extensions. So until we you look at the school. LSA injector, which is like an inch high and the standard one's two inches higher, you yep. think that'll be right. I'll give you a little a little scenario there. When we found out they were higher is when we pulled the LS1s out and went to put the LSAs in. That is when we realised. You really haven't been concentrating when you've been watching us over the years, have you? Nah, not really. No, no. Not really. Drinking, but not concentrating. Yeah, drink, we're all drinking. You yeah. need to concentrate to drink properly. But no, that, that caught us out. And yeah. the other thing we, as I discussed earlier, we've drilled the hole into the sump. Yeah. We, we took Did every precaution. Did you take the we, sump off? We took every precaution but, we could. Oh. And it... We're quite happy with how it turned out. Well, at 2 million miles, you're going to need a new oil pump anyway, but you're going to stick the relief straight away. You reckon? I know. How many times do you reckon we're bloody well done in the past? <laughs> okay. So okay. in the end, it got that bad. We were took care of a very slow speed drilling grease around everything to try yep. and catch yep. up filings. You need one as big as, as we say in Australia, a bee's dick, and that yeah. will jam the relief on yeah, the oil okay. pump. Okay. So it looks like the sump's coming off, and that is a real pleasure in that four-wheel drive system, isn't it? Um, there is a fair bit going on there, <laughs> hence why it's taken so long. Trying to get the exhaust past there, yeah, yeah, that's turned into really a was sump. a stupid car to start with, wasn't it? As a base, yeah, yeah, pretty much, but an interesting one nonetheless. Yeah, well, I, uh, yeah, interesting. So why doesn't it run right now? We, so we're waiting on the fuel line, uh, the oil line, sorry. If we had those two oil lines, I think there's a chance we could start her up and have that thing. You reckon? Yep. Yep. And I'm pretty pretty certain that it would run. Yeah. Yeah. Drive, maybe. Make boost. That we're not sure about. Well, it's going to make all the boosts, remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we still haven't done anything about that. Well, you can drive it around gently the way it is. That's right. That's right. But yeah, yeah, I wouldn't be going what too many times. Why don't no, throttle? No. Because you end up scraping a piece of junk up off the floor. Yeah. It, it is a huge gate that we do know is compromised. But like I said, yeah, we we can drive it carefully and we'll just see how that turns well, out. Well, this is all getting quite boring. I mean, it's Thursday, the 28th of January, 2021. Yep. When am I going to hear some noise? Um, tomorrow, Mark's off. It could be a full day of Phillips Performance Racing out there in the world. So workshop. hang on, you need two oil lines and that's going to be a full day, is it? Well, I, I say that loosely. Yeah. <laughs> are you off tomorrow as well? Yes. So are you going to assist? I hope so, yeah. yeah. I'm sending the wife off. She's flying out tomorrow, so I'll have a free day. Oh, look at that. Yeah. A yeah. lot of bourbon was killed in the making <laughs> of those oil lines, kids. Don't try it yeah. yourself. So that, that is the plan, and yeah, we, we should be right. I think it sort of comes back to what I said about our days at the Crystal Inn and the LS1 Drag Nationals. Yep. You guys are what we describe as hopeless eternals. Yep. Remember that? I do remember that. They Just were good times. Up. They were good we're times. We're trying to relive those oh, times. Oh, no, don't. <laughs> Not with that bucket of shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, hopefully we... we I, yeah, hopefully. Just yeah, hopefully. yeah, just hopefully. Just hopefully. You, yeah, I think you brought it up twice already. 
Jesus is involved. Yeah. <laughs> well, he might be the one that say, well, unless he uh, comes in the form of yep. Piston Ringlands. I think That's you, right. But honestly, go back and set your PE, your VE to match. Yep. Power enrichment and volumetric efficiency table straight out of my tune. Now, your car was calibrated for 42s. Yeah. 42 pound per hour injectors. What's in this thing? I 50. Think 52s is what the LSA Do are. the percentage calculation between the two and add, like, you know, just go on the 42 table, like 8% or whatever it is, and bang, you're done. Onto the injector table. Onto the injector and, table only. And nothing else. And nothing else. And don't worry about injector timing. Why would you inject change your injector timing and end of injection? Yeah. I just, I was wondering about size, whether that would actually dictate when probably does but it's an ls1 yeah true, true don't this. touch it if it's not broken see yep. this is what i said earlier much earlier in one of the other epicast don't stick your fingers in things that don't need touching do not change wall wetting factors do not change injector timing do not change you know end of injection just jam the right numbers into those three things and it will run mint excellent and also throttle angle required for power enrichment be careful don't get carried away well, it's quite high standard, but you can make a fair bit of boost at low throttle. Oh, actually, you won't. No, you'll be fine. <laughs> Leave it alone. Yeah, because I think I have dropped that. I yeah. think standard's 5,000 RPMs or something. No, no, it's a percentage of throttle. Yeah, see, well, that's, that's different because this one's fly-by-wire and the Statesman was cable. So oh, is this one fly by wire? Yeah. Oh, you've got all sorts yeah. of other things you've got to worry about well, then too, I've like inferred manifold vacuum and oh, oh <laughs> good God, why have we gone and made it worse? Well, <laughs> see, I've I left, know someone that can fix it. You've said, well, he, he will be looking at it at some stage. There's almost, you, you can almost guarantee You that. better be working very hard Saturday <laughs> night, as I can say, pal. It's, it's, if you promise to keep it away from my dyno, I'll fix it for you. Oh, you don't want it on the dyno? No. If, what if we put some nappies down underneath? No. Some sheets? No. <laughs> no. It's not going on the dyno. <clears throat> no, it's not okay. going on the dyno. It's going to be road tuner. Proper home tuner. Only on the road. road. Only road tunes. Yeah. Okay, so we'll wait to hear back on that. And obviously, Paul and I will talk to you again probably Saturday night. We from might do track. something from the track. Yep. I've done it from there before. But did you see me cock-a-hooping on Facebook today? Because... I was making noise that the new Model S plate was about to be released. It was yes. basically the end of the year. Well, guess what? All the photos came out today. Today. Okay. Today. Did you and see the steering wheel? still not available in Australia until next year. Well, it's not available in, in America yet. Okay. But they've released actual photos of it. Did yep. you see the interior of oh, it? I haven't had a look, no. The no, steering wheel like only goes to there. Okay. Doesn't have a top on it. F1 so style. F1 style. It's gone. The Model S has gone from that big upright screen to a... Um, a horizontal screen like this one. I like the upright. And it's got a also a dash, and it's also got a screen in the back for the kiddies now, like Holden did 26 years ago. Yeah, yeah. Um, the dash is a good idea, because what is with... Well, John's has got, all Model S's have always had a dash. Okay. As well as an upright screen. Yeah. Don't you know anything? Not really. I've never driven one of these. Haven't you? Nah. No, I'm, I'm Well, if you want to keep your license intact, <laughs> I suggest you don't. Um, I've heard they go really fast. Yeah, sorry. Andy. And the law don't like it. I fought the law and uh, <laughs> the law won. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's been released. And I picked it, well, not released, but all of the data for it's been released, which means it is imminent. Wider body, it's got a new big front end on it. While it looks the same as a normal Model S at the front, it's got massive air intakes, ducts on the front to cool the three motors and stuff like that. And I was, I was quite proud that I picked it. I knew they were doing this and I knew they were doing it just from people I know that know people at the factory and specific shutdowns on lines over Christmas when, you know, they didn't have an oversupply of cars. 
there were things going on, you know. I've never seen you look so happy talking about a car. Because I actually got it right for once. <laughs> well, you do like them. You are a fan. But what's not to like? Okay, you yeah. tell me what's not to like. Listen, I, things. I do like them as well. I, yeah. I do like I like them a lot. But just sitting here, I wish it did have a dash in this one. Why? What are you going to see? Just makes you feel like you're in a car. <laughs> this one looks like it what? could be a kid's ride at the, at the show. Don't be like that. What would you like to see? And I'll show it to you. Um, no, I'd like to see it over there. Really? Yeah. yeah it's just me. I, I think you were saying before about having the tunnel and the hump and all these things that just make it feel more carish. Like there's nothing back there. You no. know, there's a void. There's there's lots of things to like about it. But yeah, I don't know. Because I, I, I'm a big fan of other companies doing it as well and I, I get the impression you don't really like well I do some of the new ones well I don't like some of the new stuff coming out because it's cynical yeah um, the, the, the only reason a lot of the manufacturers are making EVs now is to get enough um, gasoline credits to sell gasoline cars yeah okay they don't care if they rack them and stack them out the back yeah and because that actually leads me to a valid point are these really green oh absolutely are you sure yeah what would what would how would, how would you like me to clarify all right then so Mining went on to get all the materials that are involved in this car. Some, yeah. Some? Some. What mining are we talking about specifically? Open cut, huge mines to run. To, 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 to get, to get, get what? steel, copper. Yeah, absolutely. Um, the batteries, all yeah. the rest of all, isn't Isn't all the green bit just the driving, the actual manufacturing of them still? Um, look, the, ma the manufacturing is, is dirty, like it is yeah. with every, every car. The thing is, instead, it's got, you know, 3,000 moving parts in it instead of 30,000. Yep. So there's going to be um, a, a big saving there. And there's also, uh, people show this picture of some poor um, little kid in, in Central Africa and saying he's mining lithium and he's got this brown stuff in his hands. It might be cobalt or something else. Um, but what they don't understand is that most of the lithium or some of the lithium, particularly in, in Tesla's new factory setup is comes from brine it's like the salt lakes down here where is that right where, yeah yeah so what they do is they drill holes in the ground it bubbles up to the surface they evaporate it so evaporation ponds okay and that mainly happens you know i'm a bit of an expert on this because i've lost a lot of money in a lot of um companies that do it <laughs> nah it's all come back now it's good thank you yep. lithium version three or two or whatever you are now but yeah they evaporate it up and take the powder off and process it safely well, safely, it's, yeah. it's not done by fracking or anything like no, that. No, no, no. That's a bit of a... See, people say, yeah, well, you know, it's a, it's a dirty mining lithium. And some of the open-cut mining is a bit nasty, but crikeys. Who remembers... Crikeys. Who remembers the Exxon Valdez? Who remembers yeah. that horrible thing that went on in the Gulf of Mexico? BP We'd, do. Yeah, BP remember <laughs> that still. And what about... what? This is what... And this is going to be so political of me, so everyone forgive me because I said it'd never be political. But what about... 90% of the wars that have cost billions and billions of dollars in the Middle East, they haven't been about lithium. What have they been about? Yeah, been about oil. But yeah. the next big thing then, maybe lithium wars. No, it's actually one of the most abundant chemicals in the world. Oh, but them. it's the processing that is difficult. So okay. turning your salt lake full of brine and evaporated powder into battery grade is the chemistry is where it's at. And it's, it's reasonably clean. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, this thing will across uh, like a model three across 10 years i think the latest reports out of europe are something like 10 times to 40 times cleaner depending on how you charge than an equivalent um legacy petrol ice 
car. Okay. So, yeah, it, 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 look, I mean, this is charged off solar. Everyone goes, yeah, what about the coal you're burning? I don't burn any coal. I charge it off solar because it's John Munro's. It must be free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, that, that was a really good thing to bring up. Yeah, well, one, one last one on that then. Mm. When you're finished, this is a decade old or whatever age yeah, it is, and yeah. you're sending her off to the scrap dealer. Yeah. What happens there? They put they us through a giant battery. crusher. But the batteries are always recycled. They'll lithium take them can back, yeah. be recycled. There's a company called Lithium Australia that has got a recycling process already. And I think the batteries will probably go back to the manufacturers because as of right about now, they reckon this pack in this car should, treated properly, last about a million miles or 1.7 million k's. Yeah, okay. And that'll be about three Model 3 bodies and interiors worth, you would think, <laughs> wouldn't yeah, you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Anyway, well, that's been really factual, Paul, and we're going to wind up range anxiety today. Thank you for being on the show. It almost became educational, didn't, didn't it? Didn't it? Nah, we got to stop that. So we'll get drunk Sorry, on Saturday. We'll get drunk on Saturday night and, and yeah. redo it. Make up for it. All right. Yep. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. And remember, send me feedback if you don't know the email address by now. Go back and listen to an earlier Epicast. See you later.